Ooh, I'm getting tired. It's late on a Friday. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, I just want everybody to know, late on a Friday, 8.25 p.m. <laughs> Go ahead. Hi there, and welcome to Season 3, Episode 1 of Hav and Charles Talk Comics. Today we're talking about JLA and Avengers by the great Kurt Busiek. That's from sometime in the early 2000s, and it is a mashup of Marvel and DC. Or DC and Marvel, depending on which way you go. And then we'll also be talking about my suggestion, because yeah, the two big group book mashup was Hobbs' suggestion. And we'll be talking about mine, which is a more minor mashup of Spider-Man and Deadpool. Hi, Hav. How you doing? I'm good, Charles. How are you? I'm doing all right. Yeah. So surprise, surprise. I was thinking about that as I was finishing up Avengers JLA today because I just put it off. It was four issues. And then I started reading it the other day. I was like, oh, these are really long issues. They are. Yes, they are. Uh, it was so, 200 and pages like, and four issues. Yeah. So I was like, oh, God, Charles must be. I know he's going to give his opinion, but I wonder if he's just like, that son of a bitch. He freaking not only is it a team book, it's a t- the two big teams from both universes smashed together. And I don't even want, I didn't even venture to try to count how many different characters were seen in those pages over those four issues. Some of that was really, really cool. Yeah. Some of that was really, really cool because there were just tons and tons of characters. So before we get started into talking about all that, I want to welcome everybody back to season three that we promised. And I know we're getting kind of a late start on season three because as we record this, it's already March. So before (laughs) this is March 10th when we're recording this, before you hear this, you'll be hearing our first bonus episode of season three, which will have been the Caesar Hav and I talking about Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, which we recorded last week, and I was editing before that. But welcome back. We appreciate all of our listeners. Hav, I wanted to start out by getting you excited with my mouth by saying, we have mail. God damn it. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. (laughs) It came in through the uh, contact us form like it does, and it is from your wife. Oh my God. (laughs) Okay, good. I I have no idea what this is. Go ahead. I'm sure you don't. It says, hi, Charles. It's Julie again. For your podcast, ask Hav about a burp at Gloria's. Have fun. Julie. Julie. I can't even see her name now. I'm laughing because you're laughing. So, Hav. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, I guess that is me being wrong. Because, so, look, COVID, all that stuff, we don't go out as much as we used to. And we just happened the other day to be out and about. I don't even know if we were planning to eat out. We had just been going, running, doing some stuff together. And it was like late morning or lunchtime. And we're over there on by the on Greenville by the Gloria's there, you know, on Upper Greenville. So we stop in there. Long story short, we're, it's it's pretty dead. It's, but there's other people there. And there's, you know, wait staff and the bar. We sit at the bar like we usually do because we can watch whatever's on the TV, whether it's a, I think it was like, I forget. Anyways. Yeah, basically. It's not the important part. Yeah. It's not the important part. Having and not even drinking, like booze. Just having a Diet Coke, water, eating some lunch. And uh all of a sudden uh, a burp's coming on and I just burp. Just burp. Like it don't really cover my mouth. And 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 then for a second there's like a split second I'm like, we're in public. And then I look over at Julie and Julie's looking at me like, What the fuck? And I was like, I'm so sorry. I forgot where we were. 
And, she, and then we both kind of laughed. I was like, I, that was, and I've apologized about it since. Like, I was like, wow, that was really, like, days later, I was like, wow, what the hell's wrong with me? And it just was just complete brain fart, weird. Like, I'm sure everybody heard it. Thankfully, nobody was like, what the hell? Like, nobody else was like, like, pointing at me, like, what's wrong with that guy? It was just kind of, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I did that because I forgot how to act in public. I'm sure it came up on next door. Probably. Yeah. So I was sitting, I was sitting at Gloria's in a family establishment and this jackass is sitting at the bar. I mean, like a loud, like Barney burp, you know, Barney from the Simpsons. Uh huh. Like almost like that, like a really good one. (laughs) Like not like a little, like, no. Yeah. So yeah. Not not, not like the one that kind of sneaks out sometimes when you're like, oh, oh, excuse me. I beg your pardon. I did not mean to do that. No, it was just the, I'm going to open my throat and do the alphabet kind of thing. Like I could have stifled. I didn't even try to. St- like, and again, I forgot my surroundings that I was in public. Because at home, if it's just me and her hanging, I need a burp. I'll just burp, and I guess that shows you know my lack of couth. And so now I'm very stumped to be very self conscious about that. It's how you establish dominance over your wife. Yeah, that's yeah. No, I there's no such thing of, as I, that. But okay. Yes, I I know what you mean. Yes, that was a joke. I, I, did I, not, I was not implying in any way that the relationship was like that. I apologize. No, no, no. I know. I know. I know. All right. I think everybody would get a laugh out of that. Like, oh, yeah, Hobbs and Charlie. Okay. <laughs> yes, everybody would get a laugh out of that. So, so. As, as, as is our, as is our uh, normal practice, we're a- going to discuss the older and more dated comic that Hobbs suggested first. It's not a it's not a dated comic. I'm sorry, that was that was me. But the JLA Avengers comic that we wrote that we read. First off, to answer your question, Hav, yeah, I liked it. <coughs> I know you haven't asked it yet, but that's what you always want to make sure. Yes, I liked it. Okay. Now let's get on to talking about what's wrong with it. No. <coughs> okay. Let's just go straight to that. What did you hate? I didn't. I didn't hate anything. I let's just let's just say okay there's a whole list of things that charles thinks is wrong with group books and event books and this was an event and it it was it made me realize some stuff as i read it this morning because like you have i read it today and because i i was promising myself now i don't want to have to call hav and say hey so i'm sorry Everybody knows we're not going to call each other. I don't want to have to text Hav and say, well, so uh, so about the recording and all. Can't do it because I didn't finish. I didn't read. Yeah, I didn't read. Didn't do my homework. So reading it, it made me realize that most of these big events are the exact same. And right. I mean, they are the exact same. This one was, oh, I mean, there's, and I, you can put them in whatever order you want. I mean, it was Crisis on Infinite Earths. That was what it was. It was it was uh, Secret Wars two, which came out after this. So I'm not I'm not saying Music took Secret Wars two to do this because they did that. I mean, it was really what they took Secret Wars two from because that's smashing the two, literally smashing two universes together, and only one shall survive, kind of thing, which is what they did. It's the Infinity War. It's what we're about to have go on in the Marvel universe, which is of course lots of universes and. Some won't survive and they're going to cut out timelines. And I'm irritated at myself that I don't really like it because let's be honest, there are only X number of stories you can do. So it's not so much about the story as it is how you tell the story and what the characters individually do. And the problem I have with comic books on this stuff doing the same thing is the characters are the same. So what they do, you know what they're going to do. You know how they're going to react. It's not reading. It's not 
the same as reading the same type of mystery with completely different characters from two completely different authors, where they are going to react completely differently in it. It's the same characters doing the same thing they're going to do in this situation almost all the time. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, it makes sense. I was even thinking, you know, Kurt Busiek, even though it wasn't... Well, yeah, I mean, for example, Crisis on Infinite Earths, that was only DC. Secret Wars 2 is only Marvel. When we read Avengers Forever... That, you know, it was this. This was you know, Avengers the, the tropes or the, the 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 beats or the you know the first second third act or whatever you want to however you want to break it down. Yeah, I mean you're gonna get some repetitive stuff. It's but it's it's how do they execute it? Do they put a new twist on it? Are they good at it? You mm-hmm. know. Not anybody could write this. Not anybody could draw it. That's true. You, Sp- I, I, I'll throw another one in there. One that I really like. Spider-Verse. Yeah. That's the sacred timeline. It's the this timeline. It's the 616. It's the... I, these are... I mean, they weren't destroying timelines in the Spider-Verse, although there were some threads cut so they couldn't connect it. Never mind. I'm... No, we could rattle off. No, like no more mutants. You know, there's, you know, not to mention all the big events that both publishers do where everything is on the line and it seemingly turned into every year there's a big event. Some of them company wide, some of them just in Batman, some of them just in Mm -hmm. Superman, some of them just in the X Men books or the X book. So, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. I was going to mention before I forget, when you say this is not as old, it was, it is kind of funny though, because now it's going on 20 years old. I know. uh, Which, which, Again, is well, it's just time. Time is weird. Speaking yeah. of time and, and universes, but it just doesn't seem like it came out that long ago to me because I I do remember picking it up at the comic book shop, and then when I realized I, I knew I knew it was a while back, and I knew it wasn't in the 2010s, and I but two thousand three to four doesn't seem that long ago, but it's twenty you know years ago. Yeah. So yes, it, it is what it is. So. So yeah, I think we've already said, but the great, the, the, and I overuse great maybe, but I don't think nope. I am in this case. Nope, the great nope. Kurt Busick and the great George Perez yep, are yep, your yep. writer and artist. And, uh, you know, the, the reason, one of the reasons I suggested this is because last year, unfortunately, we've talked about this before in the podcast, and I'm sure anybody that follows comic books knows this, George Perez passed away. He was diagnosed with, I want to say it was pancreatic cancer, which is one of the worst cancers I've heard you can get. It's hard to get even into remission. And if you're past a certain stage, you just have to try to live as best you can down the stretch. And my understanding of the, the, I didn't read a bunch of the stuff before and after the actual four issues in in the collection I I gave you, Charles. I I bought these because it was released last year by Marvel and DC in collaboration to raise money for, you know, it was my understanding for 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 a fund for comic book artists and writers that maybe it was something like that and i may be completely wrong but i remember reading that and i remember thinking oh i'm gonna pick up a couple of those for sure because it seemed like it was a good cause because a lot of these guys and girls you know men and women that are in the comic book industry they're they're work for hire they're freelance they're not too many salaried employees unless you're you know management or editorial so it happens way too often where when they have a health issue, you see them, hey, I think this happened to Peter David. He had put up a GoFundMe because mm-hmm. uh, he had some, some health issues. So anyways, that that was one of the impetuses for me suggesting it. So there you go. But at least by doing that, companies like Marvel don't have to pay the writers or the artists jack shit when they make a billion dollar movie about it. That That is one of the byproducts of the way the system is is so stacked in the publisher's favor 
Yes. Uh, Sorry that there there are some there are some ma- major problems with the way creatives are treated in our world. Obviously, no, absolutely. I really liked it. I liked the interplay. I really liked a lot of the interplay between the Marvel characters and the DC characters. I liked not that. I did not like much the way Superman was portrayed in this, but I'm going to let that go because they also had Captain America being portrayed the same way. And the unexplained implication of was something that was going on that was forcing them to act slightly out of character and make them both want to fight. Right. So I, I'll, I'll allow that. No, <laughs> in my. I know how magnanimous of me, I but I still don't like it when Superman is. I'm going to stop these people, and I I also though kind of liked Captain America's take, looking around of the fawning of the superheroes and what the superheroes do in the DC universe, and him calling them fascist overlords. No, I mean I thought, I mean I hadn't read this since since it came out in the early 2000s, and stuff I didn't remember like that that you were just talking about, Cap. Mm-hmm. You know they have museums to them, and 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 they're they look like they're being worshipped and mm-hmm. all that. And and then the flip side is Superman. Like what what's wrong with these these people? That they're they're the the people hate them, and they're obviously not doing a very good job. If if mm-hmm. this is the way their their populace yeah. sees them, there's there's terrible horrible things going on. I liked when the Flash was the first one to get there, and he ran into a mutant though. And he was, this is not a knock on the Flash. I like the, I, I kind of like the Flash. And he saves the mutant. I, he gets in between the people going, hey, if they actually did something, you should call the police. I don't know what the mob is going on. And they're all like, no, we're going to get him. And then he realizes he doesn't have the speed force there and gets the tar beat out of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> that, that sadly cracked me up. And the Flash in this case at that point was Wally West. Correct. Not, not Barry Allen. Uh, later, they do some weird crap that was hard to follow. I, I I realize I have more trouble reading on paper medium light-wise than I yeah. do on our iPads. So I I was just like, okay, this is... I had to sit in a, in a chair with the right light. And I'm like, I'm not a fan of this age thing. Uh, although I'm, I, less, I, I'm I, less of a fan of the alternative. <laughs> No, same thing. I, I realize the same, because it's been, so, I mean, on the podcast here, I don't remember the last time I actually read a, a floppy or a hard copy of anything. And I, the, the other night in bed, I was going to try to read it, even with my with my lamp on, it, it wasn't positioned right. And it just wasn't, I was like, oh, hey, what did I used to do? I guess I, let me, I had to have a thing. I used to have like a light, like right over on my bed that came right down. Oh, I used to just be able ago. to see better. Well, there's that too, you know. There is that too. I think I mentioned to you and Caesar. We were on the podcast. I don't remember about. I'll share the the cataracts. I, I was told I had on my last eye exam. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And and one of the things about cataracts it affects your night vision or being able to see at night. And I was like, oh, that kind of explains a little. And now it's, I mean, the cataracts I have are not bad, and they're they're early early stages or whatever. But they're just like son of a gun. Yeah, it's a little harder to see at night. Or in the dark, or in when it's not very well lit. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I did the same thing I, with with the hard copy. What else was I going to mention? You were talking about oh, just the also just the geography and when they show up where Metropolis is and there's no Metropolis. Oh yeah, and stuff like that was kind of fun. And and the interplay you you had shared either on a text or on Twitter or both that panel with Green Arrow 
and Hawkeye and Black Canary. Oh yeah, and, and, and then I had just it was on a it was on a a thing on Facebook called Out of Context Comic Panels. Yeah, and, and I immediately knew it was from this. And I had no idea. That, yeah. And, and that's what I was like, oh, you know what? I need to suggest. I was like, that's right. And I bought that extra trade. Oh, so you're, so you're gonna... blaming me for this. It's your fault. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you want to have to do it, but you made me do it. I know. Um, I, I make things. I make people do things. So, in, in, uh, well, go ahead. In, any other big notes or takeaways or? Like I said, a lot of fun with this was the interplay between the characters. And I, I also, I also like Plastic Man, and he was in it a little bit. Yeah. And I liked the there were there were two places where Guy Gardner's haircut was in it. Yeah, <laughs> that's so that amused me. After the 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 whole thing is, oh, it's hard to synopsize this. There's a the Grandmaster is a game player. He's a celestial that likes games and he proposes a game that these two groups have to get these massive items, the level of which are the infinity stones is one of the items, these powerful, powerful items. And one, it's two universes competing against each other, the Avengers versus the Justice League. There's more going on with that, though. There's a dude named Kronos, who I think is new for this. Am I correct that he's not? No, actually. And I, I did look this up. Okay. Krona. Krona. His name is Krona. Okay. He's actually an Owen, like one of the Guardians from Green Lantern. Oh, okay. Exile. Because he wanted, yeah. Oh. Believe it or not. Okay. It, 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 but so they don't hardly reference that. No, I looked it up. That's good. Uh, and and yeah, his whole thing is he wants to know what was before the Big Bang. And he's been destroying universes trying to do that for some mm-hmm. reason. Somehow that's going to get him the answer. And lo and behold, he stumbles upon the Grandmaster's universe. And the Grandmaster's like whatever level, you mm-hmm. know, celestial level, big big time level guy, mm-hmm. apparently. Kind of holds him off and makes a deal with him to say, whoa, 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 don't kill my universe there, Krona. Let's, uh, let's play a game. Yeah, they, they're wagering which universe for him to destroy basically and much, he yeah. he's going to take one team and the other and then then Krona says no i'm going to take the avengers so if the avengers win cuz i'll haha i'll switch what you're doing when he loses it backfires and he's like no i don't care and then a big brouhaha happens but the grandmaster has all of the items there's 12 powerful items like the spear of destiny the infinity stones the wand green lantern battery yeah the green lantern battery and the wand of watum i these are just off the top of my head the ones i can remember so he's got all of them he tries to use those to stop everything and then the universe starts glitching because you have them acting as if the JLA and the Avengers have known each other for years and they've done these crossovers all the time. Basically, they're acting as if they're the JSA and the JLA. There's a cool panel where it's the Avengers at their table. It's it's a rep- it's it's a it's from an early Justice League of America issue, but it's the Avengers around a table and then conjuring out of the thing in the middle, the orb in front of the middle in the middle of the table is the Justice League, and then. What they used to do between the in the Justice League of America pre-crisis every year they would have a big crossover with old the Justice Society of America and sometimes throw in like Uncle Sam and the Freedom Fighters or other people like that from another universe. So that was a yearly thing that DC internally used to do with JSA and JLA. And in this, what they do is it's kind of like a what if 
instead of it being the JLA and JS, uh, JSA was the Avengers and the JLA, and they'd have a yearly crossover thing yeah. and they'd fight somebody. And and so they're 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 blipping between these different ones and Superman and Captain America are losing their damn minds during both of during them because they something is wrong something's wrong something's wrong and it's really funny because of the different people that are in each of them because that's where yeah. uh, or with the Green Lantern that started out was not Hal Jordan it was because at this point Hal Jordan was dead and was perfect stranger Spectre. Spectre I know I was having I was mashing up just all sorts of I know thanks you made your you made yourself laugh there I did. Perfect Stranger. Well, because they also had Phantom Stranger in it at one point. And, they did. And, and then the Spectre. So at that point, he was the Spectre, but they brought him back as Green Lantern once it glitched. And whereas, whereas, if you're fancy, you can use that too. Whereas it was Wally West in the beginning, because Barry's dead, Barry came back. And then it was Barry. Yeah. And, and Barry and Hal are back together. Mm-hmm. Barry and Hal are back together. Aquaman had lost his hand. Evidently, and he had his hand, and it's just it it was it it was kind of cool to see all of that come about, and that's where they also had that clip I sent to you back at the other time with Black Canary hooking up with Hawkeye because yeah. he's decided to stay with them, and yeah. she's like, I finally, I mean, and the whole time Green Arrow is just like, what the hell, what the hell, yeah. I, no, it was good. And, and real fast, going back to where you said, you know, the whole wager between Grandmaster and Krona, where, you know, originally it was going to be Grandmaster was going to take the Avengers from his universe mm-hmm. and Krona was going to have the Justice League. And he pulled the old uh, switcheroo like from Princess Bride, which is what I thought of. It was like, yes, we'll both drink, but I'm going to take your drink. Yes. Uh, the poison thing. So I, th- I just immediately, it, it made me think of that. Well, I, I, for some reason, wanted to point that out. And the nice thing about that, too, is as they're doing that, they found out because the atom ends up on Metrons. Metreon? Metrons? Metreon? Metron. Metron. And he's a he's one of uh Darkseid's guy, right? No, is he a Justice the League a- member? Adam? The Adam? No, the not guy? the Adam. Metron. Oh, Metron is a he's a new god. He's, he's on the god. good side against okay. against See, that's what Darkseid. Yeah. I was like, Sorry. You were like, I'm like Metron's Metron. not a JSA. I thought yeah, you no. said Adam for I, don't I did. Know what I, was I said hearing. I said a- I did. I said Adam was on Metron. Yeah, he was in his chair, then he ends yes. up in the Grandmaster's and lair th- somehow. He ends up in the Grandmaster's lair and he hears all of the stuff so then he's able to tell batman and captain america and that makes captain america realize that they can't the avengers cannot win right. and because they are and they keep having the fight and then he stops us from the avengers from winning so the universe isn't destroyed which is a good yeah. idea and then corona you know of course doesn't honor his wager with grandmaster and kills him or nearly kills him and then grandmaster kind of sacrifices himself so the the league and mm-hmm. and the avengers have a chance for mm-hmm. the big the big, the big battle yeah. at the end which and- again reminded me of one of the other big books we read which was avengers, for- avengers forever where you had just people just popping in and out oh yeah from different oh, yeah. eras they totally did that they totally did i don't know it was it was cool when you the other a couple other highlights for me Captain America and Batman both figure out something else is behind all this. And then Mm -hmm. they end up in Batman's Batcave. And there's a cool moment where, you know, he sees the Robin 
tribute of his uniform and he says oh you lost somebody too i thought that was a little nice touch Mm -hmm. because of course at that point bucky hadn't come back yet as winter soldier so you know cap had lost somebody too yeah i did that that was one part i wanted to there was the great thing and i have a picture of it with this is where superman has cap shield and thor's hammer oh yeah when things are glitching and things are popping in and out at one point i'm looking at a screenshot i took well literal picture so i guess it's not a screenshot (laughs) Yeah. Uh, a literal picture I took with my iPhone on the, the page of Captain America shield, but like the original Captain America shield that was the shield shape instead of the round yeah, yeah, shape. Yeah. So he's got yeah. that at one point while he's being attacked with kryptonite. There was a great... Cap at one point has the see-through shield, like the energy shield. Oh, that does he? At one I point, missed I that. That you can okay. kind of see through his arm. And then at one point he's U.S. agent or when he's in the when he was exiled and not Captain uh-huh. America, he's in black. So he's a uh, uh, nomad? Yeah, maybe that's what was what the name. He, I forget what name yeah, he was. That, that was he yeah, he was nomad. So there's also one, there's a place where they were about to fight again. And then Wonder Woman is like, no. No, we are not going to do this again because it was yeah, just going to no, get. We're it. just we're not going to have this fight. Uh, and I know real fast. I just I'm gonna just I'm being nitpicky. Yes, he was no bad once when he wasn't cap cap back in like the 70s. But then in the 80s, there was a period where he dressed in black, still looked like the same Captain America outfit, but he just went by Captain. Oh, okay. I I swear to God, that, I, that's I, the, I believe the you. I thought you, I thought you were referring to Nomad. That was that's okay. Yeah, you, no, you just, can, just uh, you can be nitpicky. I I was not judging you for not coming up with Nomad because clearly now you've proven the point that you weren't even thinking of Nomad. Yeah, I was not. Well, and how dare you attack me? This, I, I'm just going to leave it at as, that. As as usual, I apologize. The, the for your stupidity. And I did look this. I just looked this up right now. I'm going to let that slide just there uh, that you just said. The 12 items of power. It's just interesting. From DC's universe, the DC universe, Spear of Destiny, Orb of Ra, the Medusa Mask. I have no idea what the Medusa Mask is. It's the mask Green you wear, so it's probably the mask Medusa wears so people don't freeze when they see her face. Turn to stone. Okay, sure. I, I the Bell, Jar, and Wheel of Demons 3, whatever that is, the Green Lantern Power uh, Battery. And then the six items for Marvel, Ultimate Nullifier, Evil Eye of Avalon, Wand of Watum, Casket of Ancient Winters, Cosmic Cube, and the Infinity Gauntlet. So those are your big heavy hitting items that they're trying to, the first, and it's, you know, the whole thing where they're splitting up and going to try to get the things, mm-hmm. speaking of tropes from these types of comics. Oh, but yeah. It's, it's just, again, you get to see... You know, there's, there's, well, we read it, you know, we read the uh, Wonder Woman, George Perez thing with the Hercules from the DC universe and what he did to. Oh God, uh, I love that. I love that. And then when, 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 when she sees Hercules from the Marvel universe. The destroyer of hip, the, the, oh man, the, oh, she goes after Hercules immediately. I loved that. That was great. And Hercules, I think, is in, is is about to say, yeah, I, I I knew her. She was really like, I don't think it was. It didn't go down in his universe the way it went down in in her universe. Yeah, probably did. Think, but he remember yeah. men didn't think they raped the crap out of a woman. And that's a good point. Uh, yeah. Okay. So and it was yeah. literally a thousand and something years ago. More. Like oh, okay. Shit. No, thousands of years. I, oh, I was. That's yeah, right. It's we're 4, in two thousand. Yeah, because it was BC. So yes, it was ancient Greece. So yeah, yeah thousands and the, thousands of years ago. That was a cool scene to see when she was like, "Hey, you said I know you, and I don't like you for a really good reason." Yeah. So no, I I liked that when they were looking at Squadron when they were first seeing the 
the Justice League of America, they kept saying, there's something familiar about them. There's something familiar about them. And finally, when they get to the DC Earth, that's right. Hawkeye, and I took a picture of it too. Hawkeye goes, oh, right now I got it. These losers, there's nothing but a bunch of Squadron Supreme wannabes. Exactly. That's right. Hold that on. was awesome. And then five gets you 10. They're mind controlled. <laughs> it's like, all right, there you go. There's just a bunch of. No, that was a good one. Now there's all sorts of. Look, if unfortunately, too, not available on Hoopla, mm-hmm. not available on Marvel Online or DC Online. Yeah, but the rights, uh, the rights to this have got to be insane. Right. Yes. Agree. I mean, I don't even want to guess. This is locked down to print it, to do anything with it has to have both mega corporations agree to do something. Right. No, you're absolutely right. So, I mean, there's, we could go, there's other cool parts. I I was going to mention, I always like the crossover period. I always, you know, anytime I can see X-Men versus Avengers or Justice League crossing over with, you know, whatever Titans, Teen Titans or whatever. That's cool. So when I heard about this coming out, that was great. But also before this, there had been other crossovers there every had. once in a while. I have you a know, you uh, had... I have a Spider-Man Superman crossover somewhere in sure. my trunk of comics. And it's a There's it's a like a digest thing. Yeah. There's a there was there was a Hulk Batman crossover. There was a Batman Captain America crossover. There's been a Dark Side Galactus crossover. There's every mm-hmm. once in a while, especially back in the nineties and up until this point but after this no, i think it was around one. this time also they had the amalgam universe did you ever read any of that no so just a mashup of marvel and dc characters like instead of x-force it was x-patrol and so it was x-force and doom patrol mashed up or dark claw was like batman and wolverine mashed up it was just it was cool and it was of course sponsored by and, and supported by both publishers it was it was just kind of it was neat and i i, I totally about the same time period i swear i, I totally love that crap it, it was awesome okay um i so no late 90s okay late 90s so it was a precursor to this stuff okay uh, there there were some fun things in this there was a picture of the daily planet but it was the headline in Superman's looking at it. It says, Spider-Man Speaks, an interview by Clark Kent. Yeah, that's when they were getting mashed together. Uh-huh, that was one of the mashing together. Yeah, I, I, I liked that. I, it was an enjoyable comic book. It, it was, there was, I mean, there was way too much going on in it. And I'd like to joke that I don't like the mashups. I mean, I did just suggest a mashup, which is um, Spider-Man and Deadpool. Yeah, but two I mean, that's, versus... that's more of a, that's more of a bromance. Yeah, well, it's literally called that. I think. <laughs> yes, the, it the is. First that was... trade paperback. Yes. The, the 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 only other thing, I, really, off the top of my head, I didn't really do my good notes because I was just reading. Uh, I didn't want to have not read. Was the titles of each of each comic because mm-hmm. it was four issues, four yes. big issues. First issue was a journey into mystery. They're, they're really borrowing they're on... really not that big. That's twenty five. It's a two hundred and some pages. Okay. Well, there's just so, a lot going. Yeah. On. There's a, there's just an a, every look. If this were an older comic, I would be really because I did mentally go oh man this is some dense text on these pages but unlike where the old one older stuff sometimes it's just writing to write he had to get a lot of fucking information in there well there's a lot of information then a lot of stuff where they're just going to put some stuff out there and especially reading it 20 years later uh uh-huh. 
there's characters in there. Triathlon is in there. He was part of the 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 new Avengers reboot that that Busick and Perez did in the early 2000s after Heroes Reborn. He's featured prominently. I don't uh, know who that is. He was just a, a character back then. Okay. Uh, there was a Jack of Hearts was a, a big player there for a few uh, panels or or pages uh, on the DC side. Not so much, I don't think. I mean, Plastic Man was cool. I always liked Plastic yeah. Man, so I was glad he was prominently in there. While I still remember, because I was going to talk about this earlier, and then you had some good points, and I forgot about it. There is a section where they're, the Justice League characters are on the in the Marvel Universe, and they can't be seen. They're just scouting. So they're seeing things going on, and they're telling everybody, no, 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 don't engage, don't engage, don't engage. Batman and whoever he's with, who is he with? I forget. Go, okay. I know what you're talking about. Go it, ahead. it doesn't matter who he's with. Okay, so they're in New York City, and New York City is very much Gotham. Marvel New York is very much like DC Gotham. They see some drug dealers and Batman's like, oh, drug dealers. And he's conflicted because drug dealers, he has to deal with drug dealers. And then all of a sudden from a building leaps the Punisher. And right. then then you cut to whoever he was with saying something about, well, I thought we weren't going to engage. But then you see this, then you beat the hell, then you protect the drug dealers, the drug dealers by beating the crap out of a guy in Kevlar. He's like, yeah. yeah, but Batman's not going to let you murder those people, which is what the Punisher is going to do. Yeah, he's going to murder them because the Punisher is Batman to an extreme. Exactly. No, you're right. Well, speaking of to extreme, there was one part at the end where it's a lesser known DC character because, you know, of course, the the Hyperion and all those, the, the Squadron Supreme or the JLA knockoffs. At some point in the 90s, I swear, DC did something similar. And I don't know if you remember this part where the Citadel shows up, this guy named the Citadel, and he's kind of a cap. I think he's a Captain America, DC, you know, whatever. Rip off. And I thought that was interesting. I, I swear, and I and I meant again. I didn't have time to, to, but I remember that. But yeah, no, that that part with going back again, what you said. No, that part with Cap, with the uh, not Cap, with Batman, not letting Punisher kill drug dealers. That that and, was what. And I, then just talking about it briefly, like they didn't yeah. dedicate a panel to it. They didn't need a panel to it, but I that was really one of my favorite parts of that comic was that whole. You see a really nice drawn shot of the Punisher jumping. It's just going into just, I'm going to murder me some people. And then, yeah, Batman ain't yeah. going to let that happen. It doesn't Heck. matter what world he's in. You're not going to just murder people in front of Batman. Hell to the no. I, and In um, fairness, I don't know that any of the heroes wouldn't have stopped him. Any of the DC heroes wouldn't have stopped him from murdering a bunch of people. Well, and the Marvel heroes, too. Like, well, no, I know. The Marvel heroes stop him all the time from murdering people. But I'm just saying it's one thing to let some drug dealers sell some drugs, but it's another thing to let somebody murder a bunch of people in front of you without stopping them. Right. No, that's true. So, real. I just want to mention again. I mentioned the title of book one: A Journey into Mystery. Book two: A Contest of Champions. Book three: Strange Adventures. And book four: Brave and the Bold, which I thought was cool. So, before I look, I think we're kind of maybe getting done with this, but I, a couple other uh, bullet points I, I jotted down. If you, unless you got something else. I'm good. This idea of a DC Marvel crossover, I'd read this before and I, I looked it up before. One of the things I did look up back in the late 70s, DC and Marvel agreed to do a crossover involving these two teams. And it was going to be Jerry Conway as a writer and George Perez even back then as the artist. Mm-hmm. That they was going to be a crossover with time travel. Kang the Conqueror mm-hmm. was going to be the one bad guy from Marvel. I've and heard DC's of him. Lord of Time was going to be the other bad guy. 
then Roy Thomas was going to actually script the plot that Jerry Conway did. They Perez had even penciled 21 pages that I think is online somewhere now. And then it all went to hell in a handbasket. They just decided not to do it. And instead they did the Uncanny X-Men Teen Titans crossover in 82. Because And really, back then, those were the two hot properties mm-hmm. yeah. for, for Marvel and, and DC. Kind of interesting how that's flipped in, 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 you know, cycles and all that. So I just think it's cool that George Perez was attached to it way back then. And then did it, you know, this go around in the early 2000s. Last thing is nitpicks. Uh, Me just being, I know this isn't necessarily a book of its time, but had this been done more recently, I think you probably have a lot more Spider-Man in it somehow because he is an Avenger by this point. There's no Daredevil in it. Daredevil's a huge thing now, I feel like, in Marvel, especially, you know, the Netflix and all that. I, I didn't um, I didn't want to mention the fact that there was only like two shots of Spider-Man in it. And by the way, when this came out, Spider-Man was huge. Sure. Uh, Spider-Man, since Spider-Man came along in Marvel Comics, has been huge. But not had not been an Avenger to this point. Yes. Well, he'd been part of Avengers teams. I mean, he'd been in... Yeah, anyway, that's true. I mean, but, not, an offic- not like he was with Bendis was on it yeah. later on after no, this. No, no, I understand. No, but he, he, he had been a lot of times a... There's a... Kind of like the Justice League has adjunct team members or I forget what they call them reservists he's a reserve avenger he's not an official avenger you know we we call you in when everything goes to hell we call you in so and I kind of like having spider-man not be an avenger because again he doesn't get written well on team books well and just like I don't like the fact that Wolverine's on every team yeah in the Marvel comic book universe Uh, 616 apparently he's an x-men he's an avenger he's on the fantastic four sometimes yeah I, I will say the thing about Wolverine, though, is Wolverine is Wolverine is Wolverine is Wolverine. Yeah. Wolverine is the same guy, and he started on a team book, really. I, I mean, yeah, granted... He no, he absolutely did. Yeah, granted he didn't. His first thing was fighting Hulk, but when he was really became Wolverine and people knew, he was a team on a team. And so he's that same guy on every team. Whereas right. Spider-Man's a completely different guy on every team, depending on who's writing him. Uh, they sure. do they do the best job with him when he's on the Fantastic Four because he's been on the Fantastic Four before and he does things with the Fantastic Four. But with the Avengers, not always as good. Although when he was on the Avengers with Bendis, Bendis, Bendis writes you. yeah Bendis writes Spider Man well, and not everybody does. There's a I seem to think I feel like there's this whole group that doesn't really like Spider Man that writes comics, which is weird. But it's just my I or it or in my mind they just don't get him as well. So. I don't know. Well, just like there's people that don't get Superman, right? That, that exactly just do a terrible job of it. Yeah. The other nitpick I was going to point out is I always point out in these big books like this, these like they had Spectre, the Spectre, they had Phantom Stranger, but where's Doctor Fate? Where's Doctor Strange? And again, I this is swear, before where I I guess it was the Medusa mask. I swear I saw Doctor Fate's mask somewhere in this. There was a little panel with him, and okay, I swear I was good. looking for Doctor like a little the, shot of him in one saw panel. That, I saw that panel. I. That was it, though. Yeah. Uh, those are my other little things I just happened to, to jot down. Speaking of Dr. Fate, Black Adam was not good. Sure. We can we can tangent on that. Um, nope. I just, nope. I'm just throwing that out there right now. I did watch it. I I wanted it to be good. I actually liked The Rock. Yeah. And then, unfortunately, I'll, I know we're not going to spend a lot of time on this. I did a little bit of a deep dive on... He had a. He really thought this was going to be a franchise and had a lot of a lot of demands 
on DC mm-hmm. and Warner Brothers. Like he would not appear in other DC properties, uh, extended universe, and wanted some control over writing mm-hmm. and, or plot and all that. And no, it, it just it wasn't very long. I don't think time wise, it felt longer than the Batman to me or, oh, or it, the it, Eternals. It wasn't very long because it it felt like a long movie. It was not a long. I I'm, I promise you, it was not as not compared. It was it felt longer than the Eternals and longer than the Batman. And I I really I really felt like they 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 wasted some good acting in it. The characters, the people playing in it, were really good. It was. It just did not work that well. The supporting I, cast was. I mean, yeah, they were the great. Playing, I mean, just the writing didn't seem very strong. Yeah. Uh, and look, the, all the Pierce Brosnan doing Doctor Fate was great. I, I, I thought the guy that played exactly. Hawkman was great. I, exactly. I everybody the guy that played the 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 big tall Adam Smasher guy, mm-hmm. whatever he's called him. That, <laughs> I I enjoyed was, him. Yes, the young lady. Everybody she was, was great. The mom of the kid. I've always liked her, even when she was on TV shows. I liked. And and again, and then he insisted that Henry Cavill have a cameo, and but he's the big bad or or. Mm-hmm for you know shazam captain marvel over there so where's why not that why wasn't anyways there yeah it was was unfortunate yeah he Uh, wants he wants to fight superman well you fight captain marvel like captain you are captain marvel i mean i know he calls himself captain marvel but you are captain marvel or i'm sorry you are shazam black adam Adam was shazam that's the whole point of that character that that's he was the the pre one i yeah and and if he says shazam he turns to dust i mean that's how they kill black adam in because he went away and he's literally thousands of years old so as long as he stays in the black adam form or the shazam form i just want to call it the captain marvel form then yeah he's the young strong version but when he goes shazam boom he tur- literally aged immediately and died it was anyways yeah that was oh well i'm still looking forward to see what james gunn does with it all it'll be interesting so, so, it'll yeah. be interesting i i'm not i'm not gonna lose over sleep sl- lose any sleep over cavill not being superman anymore yeah me neither i mean he was fine it just uh, yeah, we'll see. So I'm looking forward to I'm looking forward to a lot of stuff, but and there's so much stuff I haven't even caught up on or even started. I haven't started Mandalorian. I haven't started Picard. So I'm behind already. That's I haven't okay. finished History of the World Part Two. I haven't started that. A lot of good content out there, Charles. There is. There is. I only so, got so much time in the day. We have a website. <gasps> what? It's called. Oh yeah, that's right. Havencharles.com. J A V A N D T A L K. Dot com and you can go there and up at the top of that page it says send hav mail and you can send us an email and then i will read that email on the show if you say I get- unless you say unless you say please don't read this email on the show i just want to tell you offline what is wrong with hav and then i will just tell hav offline what was wrong with him and we won't bring up your email so if you want to if you want to coach him that way that's fine i'd rather read it on the air but whatever if you have something bad to say about me fold it five ways no feel free to i want everybody to know too i'm not feigning excitement when, when charles says guess what we got mail i get genuinely excited uh, a, I've always liked getting mail. Uh, even when I was a kid, like the old U.S. Postal Service mail, I remember thinking it was so cool that somebody sent me a piece of mail and it came from New York or you know Mexico City or wherever, Des Moines. So, and I know it's different because it's electronic mail. That's what email stands for, Charles. Did you know that? Did not know. 
did not know okay. that. So, I, look, it also means people are listening uh, and taking the time to, even though my wife has said two of the, the, the emails here recently, but they're both pretty funny. Although I still think, as much as the burping thing was embarrassing, that equine thing still cracks me up when I think about it. I'd still laugh to myself. It, equine therapy. Because I generally was, and she looked at me like, are you serious, buddy? Anyways. So, yeah, send us mail. Uh, I mean, hey, people listening that are friends of mine and have been friends of mine for years, I know you got some good stories of me being wrong. And I bet you, I dare you to, to think of one, remember one, and send them to Charles if you are if you are in fact listening. So there, Gauntlet, Gauntlet Throne, bring it. All right, so, okay, that's enough of that. We do have the Twitter, even though Elon Musk is a weirdo. Yeah, we're still on the Twitter. I'm Havgonzo Tweets. At Havgonzo tweets, Charles is at Herring Red Reel, and the handle for the web, uh, the website, the handle for the the podcast is J. God, I always say this J and spelled out, so J A N D, Charles Talk Comic. So yeah, you can hit us up on 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 the Twitter. That's what the new kids are using. Charles is the Twitter. I don't think that's true. Well, I think the new kids are using are using the TikTok. Well, the TikTok. China owns that, and they're communist, and that means they're bad. And that's all I have to it's say. It's actually uh, J and C. Talk comics. That's what I said. No? I thought you said Charles. Oh, J sorry. J and C talk comics. Sorry. That's Just okay. the C. My yeah. bad. That's okay. I, I, I may be wrong. I was only half listening like usual when you talk. Right. I know. Oh, that's you not know? true. That's true. That's not true. I was half listening, which is 25% more than I normally do when you're talking. Oof. Normally, I'm just thinking about what I'm going to say next. You would think Oof. you would think what I said next would be better, but hey, I didn't say I thought well. You're not a good thinker. Huh? Uh-huh, exactly. So you suggested, if I may... Uh, you may, you may. We read this thing. It was called... Well, we read the volume. It was Spider-Man Deadpool Volume 1, Isn't It Bromantic? <laughs> Which I think I heard there was an ongoing series with them too. And just so far out of my wheelhouse back in 2016 when it came out, didn't even think to pick it up, I guess. I don't know. I just didn't. So, yeah. And I'll just start off by saying pretty, pretty good. Pretty fun. Yeah, it was fun. Just, yeah. That's why I suggested it. It was. It's It's a fun comic, and you know how I feel about fun comics. And it's a fun comic with one of my favorite comic book characters and Deadpool in it. And Deadpool yeah. can be great. And, and it was the I'm kind of spoiled probably because of this, because now if I ever read them and anything else, and it doesn't live up to their chemistry... In repartee, repartee, how do you say that? Their, their, repartee. their banter back and forth. Repartee. repartee, repartee. Thank you. Yes. The word escaped me. If it doesn't live up to this, what I read from writer, I have it right here, Joe Kelly and an artist, Ed McGinnis. It was, it was the artist. It was, yeah, you said it. It's, it's fun. It was funny. And I got to learn a lot about these characters that I have not really read consistently over the years at all. And read sporadically, and for sure nothing this recent. To you know, I heard th we'd read other stuff where I knew Peter had the the the, the foundation, mm -hmm. and he's a big to do and rich and and had a uh, well. This this is we hadn't read we hadn't read any of the stuff where he actually had the company. We'd read some stuff because I I hadn't suggested anything that was this far in the timeline. Okay, that was when he was working for Horizon. Was what we read was when we read what did we read? The Spider Spider Island. Island. When we read, he was working. Which one for was Horizon? Else. Horizon Horizon Labs. He was working just, for it's just it, it was a think company. tank. It was a think tank kind of a research and development company, and okay. he was allowed to do massive research. This is after. After he 
he comes back from being dead and Dr. Ox, Sinister Spider-Man, the, uh, not Sinister Spider-Man, the whatever they, anyway. Ooh, I'm getting tired. It's late on a Friday. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, I just want everybody to know, late on a Friday, 8.25 p.m. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Shot, shot, <laughs> shot, shot fired across the bow. <laughs> shot landed. That was across the bow. <laughs> <laughs> you sunk my battleship. Hey, real fast. I know did he ever work for the the Freedom Foundation or the Fantastic Four Foundation or anything? Peter? He, it, Peter interned with, at one point, with Reed Richards. Okay. They've talked about that, and that's one of the reasons he was able to get the job with Horizon or get the interview with Horizon, that Aunt May found him, because Aunt May got him the job, because Aunt May's awesome. So, but when he comes back to life, Dr. Ock started Parker Industries. Huh. So he's got this company, and so that's where, that's, that's what's going on, and he's being a CEO, and he's developed this stuff, and... He and Deadpool, Deadpool wants to be his buddy, but somebody puts out a hit on Peter Parker through Deadpool. Yes, because he is a merc. He's a mercenary. Yes, He's a so, gun for hire. Yes, but he 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 wants to be best friends with Spider-Man because he... Yeah, he really does. He, I mean... There's so many... Oh, well, best friends is one thing. He really... Look, we all know Deadpool is definitely bisexual. It's fine. He's got a man crush on him. He has a massive man crush on Spider-Man. So there's one frame, there's one panel where he's, where, you know, look, we're going to jump around uh-huh. where they're going to have to dance for the ladies at the end. And Deadpool's that. wearing Spider-Man boxers. Yes. Yes. He's down to, to nothing but his mask and, and a, and a set of Spider-Man boxers because they do the catch from Dirty Dancing. Yeah, that's right. Oh my God. It's, there's so much good stuff in this. And I, I thought of you. And I, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna steal whoa, your whoa, thunder. Whoa, 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 whoa! You thought of me when two men were dancing like that? No. Okay, it's no, okay. I no, no. A different part of the comic book at the very okay. beginning made me think of you because there was a part where Spider-Man uses literally, and Deadpool gives him props for using it correctly because it drives him crazy when people don't use it correctly. <laughs> and I know that's your thing. So I just immediately there's all sorts of good back and forth oh, they, and references. They, they banter so well. They do. Yes. Well, because they both, they they both, that's one of my favorite things about Spider-Man is the, is the talky talk. I've enjoyed it forever when he's written great. It's just, it's fun. The dialogue is great. The nervous energy, the, the nervous talking, the quips, all of that is just a lot of fun. And Deadpool is a lot the same way. Well, and there's a reason why one of Deadpool's nicknames is the Merc with the Mouth. That's right. You know, because he's, 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 now he's, he's also sometimes in, at ports and this just borderline to just insane. Oh, yeah. Um, I know one of his things was breaking the fourth wall in his early, his early stuff. And I was going to mention this. I was, as I was reading it, I was, not of course, I was thinking of, I thought a little bit of Ryan Reynolds playing Deadpool. I thought of the different iterations of Spider-Man and at no time did I start thinking of the movie or other ver- or versions of these guys. This is and not in a bad way. I'm not saying mm-hmm. that there's anything wrong with any of what Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds is great as Deadpool on screen. Awesome. I just for some reason I, I remember thinking that when I was midway through this or or, or even what, however way, the way through it. Huh. I'm just reading this and I'm not thinking of the movies. I'm not thinking of Ryan Reynolds portraying him. I'm not thinking. I'm not hearing when I'm reading. The banter. I'm not hearing Ryan Ryan Reynolds' voice. I, I, I am. I am. You are. 
I am. Um, okay, I was curious, and and I'm not not because not because I I'm really thinking that this is a similar to him. It's just now that is the voice I hear when I read Spider Man when I read Deadpool, just because it's now Ryan Reynolds because he's done such a great job. I will say I don't hear any of the yahoos that have played spider-man when i read spider-man no uh, nope not not a single one is the voice of spider-man in, in my head i not even tom holland who i think is the the better of the spider-man I, I, eh. yeah i i, I actually even. that's not fair because i i really like the guy garfield. garfield i really like garfield really 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 Andrew like garfield. garfield not the yeah. not the not the orange cat no i'm, I'm talking about the uh, one-off comic they did with garfield spider-man mashup i loved that thing it was it was all about. Now I want to see that. God damn it! <laughs> How great would that be? Garfield yes. is Spider Cat, but voice that would be awesome. But, but voiced by Andrew Garfield. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so of course, I yeah, so, so I, I don't somebody, read. Go, go ahead. ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead, sir. No, I was just. I don't. I don't hear any of their voices when I read Spider Man. I yeah. I don't. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. So yeah, somebody. So look, it was a great premise. And it's just also the the fact that Deadpool has no clue that Peter Parker. I mean, they do the whole thing where Peter Parker's standing next to a guy dressed up as Spider Man to throw Deadpool off. Oh, yeah, and they the do Prowler. All that. It's the it's the Prowler because the Prowler works for now. Spider Man works for Parker Industries, right? As bodyguard security type thing. So in order to be seen together, he uses the Prowler, Hubie Hobie Brown, or I think is in this. And the 616 is the Prowler. And he dress so he dresses up as Spider-Man. So he's there with Peter. So yeah, he he completely, completely different. He 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 clearly doesn't know that they're that. So I long story short on this, Deadpool decides to kill him and kills Peter Parker. Okay, so let's let's jump to that. Because that's well, a I few mean, issues in. Yeah, I know, but I mean He does. Twice. Yes, and the oh, first that's time right. he he knocks he knocks on the door, and because Peter's back from whatever adventure, and where's the spider sense? See, I think they I, that bugged me. Except I was playing around with it. Part of the reason the spider sense doesn't work doesn't work is a Deadpool's conflicted about it, and two Deadpool's insane. Okay, and it was too quick. Okay, okay, okay. Fair enough. That, that was a uh, maybe yeah, a nitpick because maybe he, not, but he doesn't make the decision until right before he does it. I think that's how they 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 tweak that. You're right. I and and hey, my one of my huge problems with Spider-Man: Homecoming is he didn't have Spidey sense. And then one of my main problems with Spider-Man: Far From Home was they kept calling it the Peter Tingle, which at least <laughs> ew, that's just which ye. at least Peter thought that was fucking just what he stop calling it that. I yeah that yeah that's. <laughs> That's that's creepy. It's the and only reason I'm. Is, it's the only reason I'm right. glad they killed Aunt May. Oh, I I'm hey. still irritated that they killed Aunt May. Just I want to be perfectly clear. He already lost well, fucking Uncle. Ben. He already lost Uncle Ben. They didn't need to fucking kill Aunt May and Tony Stark. But hey, no, like you always say, did you see a body? Oh wait, yeah, you did. And fuck Shoot Tony Stark. Them. I don't care about Tony Literally. Stark. They killed Aunt May. They they left this poor kid out with literally nobody. Bingo card. I, okay, no, I know. I look. Okay, so that's a little bit of a tangent, which is fine, of course. So we I, I, look. If the tangent police, like the I, tangent police, the tangent police. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I got to. I'm trying to say tangent at least twenty three times this podcast. So we got a we got a ways to go. I learned obviously context clues a little bit about Spider Man's 
you know, status quo when this was coming out. And I have I already asked you a couple questions about that because the spider sense was still mm-hmm. intact. It was still working at this point because it worked at other points in time in the comic. And yeah. that's why I asked a question about that, when Deadpool killed that, him. That was a weird one. And the second time Deadpool killed him. See, the whole thing was he was killing him and then he was going to be he had a torture chamber ready because he is married to a someone from hell. Uh, yeah, a high yeah, a queen of hell. I can't remember. I should have demon sh- goddess. Yeah, of some it's type? a demon goddess know. of some type. She's she's great. Uh, she really yeah, is. She, it, it cracks she's me great. Up. And then he's got okay. So the the things I learned about Deadpool. There's that mm-hmm. Deadpool's got a daughter. That's yes. very sweet, but a little bit dark. Yes, um, and and she loves Spider Man. And she loves Spider Man because because Deadpool has been telling her. That de- that daddy and Spider Man are buddies mm-hmm. because and in his crazy ass messed up brain they are. Well, and Spidey goes along with it because uh-huh. it's it, you know, it's and a it's girl. a big deal for for Deadpool to bring him to introduce uh-huh. him to his daughter. So you learn about that. We also learn early on he's got a little bitty Nightcrawler in his pocket that can t- teleport him. And they really don't, ex- which is fine. They don't explain it. It's just weird. And I, I'm kind of interested to learn more about that, I, I, I guess. I thought that was given to him by his wife. I thought they I, said they something do, about they that. They do reference that, but yeah. does somebody just make little Nightcrawlers in hell? And, and is, well, you do, uh, know re- that, you do know that when Nightcrawler transfers between dimensions, he's really transferring you through hell. I, I've heard, yeah, I've heard that. And I also know that, uh, what's her face from the New Mutants? Ileana Rasputin. Yeah, it's Colossus's little sister, Magic. She uh-huh. she transports through through hell or one of the hells. Yes. Yeah, I know. It's just weird. So that was just kind of funny because he's got this cute little Banff Nightcrawler. Yes. Little thing in his pocket, one of his many pouches from the nineties. Yes. yes. So so yeah, I mean, look, uh, what else? He's trying to impress Peter, or not Peter? He's trying to impress Spider Man. Yes. Trying to kill Peter. He's or trying, trying to decide, and he's got an app that tells him. It's kind of like Two Face and his coin. He's got an app that just that helps him decide whether he's going to be crazy or good. Or did you did you remember that part? No, that I part? don't. It's been a few weeks since I actually read it. I forgot about that. Yeah. Hey, they, look, uh, it was really look uh, to the point. Uh, it was this good. I immediately when I got done with it, if, you know, earlier this week or last, I immediately borrowed the next volume in sequence or t- or two because it's a quick read it's a fun read mm-hmm. if you like either of these characters I- i'll take your word for it you like the way pri- you like the way spider-man is written in this mostly yes i i like the way it was written later too more so as it goes on because okay. that's the 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 spider-man i like is the hey i'm going to help you and he started doing this because at first he was like no you're just bad i can't have anything to do with you you're bad and then he's like okay i met your daughter you're doing better things you're we we, we can get along i i'm that's the peter I like the there's good in everybody kind of Peter. Yeah. And 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 he got there. So at first, so it's not about the way that it was written. It was just the it ha, it took me a bit to get there for me to like what was going on. And it, it was going back to the he kills him. He's waiting. He's supposed to be waiting. They're waiting. They have a special place in hell set up for Peter Parker, which is funny on so many levels because Peter Parker's not going to hell. Well, he thinks okay. Deadpool no, thinks he is because yes. he's been set up because there's somebody that's torturing and experimenting on humans within the Parker yes. found, Parker yes. Industries or and whatever. He, and he thinks it's he thinks it's Peter Parker. That's fine. But what I'm saying though is there's no world that the actual Peter Parker is going to hell when he dies. Uh, if there if uh, there sure, is sure, a hell, sure. that guy is not going there. I mean, his big mistake was not stopping someone who then killed his 
I mean, his is some people have died around him, but not really through his fault. He might have been able to stop it, but the 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 chain. I, he is just a good person. He tries to do good, and it succeeds most of the time. Can so. Hi, this is Charles breaking into the podcast for the first time to say there was a glitch in saving the audio. The last I, the last thing I said leading into this was the last bit of recording I have of Hav and I talking about the Spider-Man Deadpool arc. I don't know where it went, but it jumped right to the two of us giving our suggestions for the next podcast. So without a further ado, here's the end of the pod. You ready? Go for it. What do you got? We're going to go DC and we're going to go because it's 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 a classic that we haven't read i feel like and i don't know if you've read it. you probably have kingdom come oh yeah i've read it yeah cool okay you have read it mm-hmm. well, okay. that's fine I, I, i'm pretty that sure you had but that let's do that okay i haven't read it in a long time like i think i read it when it came out okay so we'll do that and i haven't even checked if it's i'd be shocked if it's not on hoopla but you know what now that i say that i'm gonna check but go ahead if it's not it's definitely at the public library it's right. free, yeah. Or I do have the DC app. Well, that I, I share with you. It, it, not that I would share that with you. Sorry, I would never yeah. share that with you. That's no, wrong. that that would be wrong. Kingdom Come. Boom! It's there. Batman. It's on the hoopla. I am also doing DC. Ooh. Yeah. Batman and Robin. Yeah, those are two characters. I've heard of them before. I I know. Batman and Robin. Batman Reborn. Batman and Robin Volume One. Batman Reborn. Issues one through six from two thousand and eleven. It is after. Batman is dead, Robin is Damien, Batman's son, and Dick Grayson is taking the mantle. I've heard of this run, I've never read it, and I've always been interested in... in you know, that's funny, because I was about to uh, suggest Batman Court of Owls. Grant Morrison, Frank Quietly. Hot damn. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. I, I'm, I'm still... I have a couple others we're going to eventually... I'm going to go a little DC-centric here, I think, for a little bit. So just FYI, because the the next few on my list are are DC, I think. Okay. I guess I'll try to find something else for the next one than what I was going to do, because that can wait. No, it's okay. No, no, that can wait. We can do it. No, 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 no. I I don't... I can go high voice, too. All right. Sorry. No. Well, I may... You know what? I say that... You can do whatever you want. No, I don't know. I, I, I have another Kurt Busiek that I'm thinking about doing, but again, it can... I'm not doing these in any particular order. It was just on my saved list here. So, because I actually okay. only have two comics there, but I've got some other things. I told you I was going to spend some time and make a list. And I did come up with a few ideas, but I never wrote them down. So I've only got a couple because <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, we do this. So. I use the notes on my iPhone. I'm probably, that's probably makes me an old man. I actually do use that thing to put notes in for different things. That, that, yeah, no, that doesn't make you an old man. That makes you smart. I literally would write them down, but I did not write them down. That's what I'm saying. I forgot what they were because I thought about it and I was like, yeah, I'll remember that. Yeah, I know I won't remember that because I mean, come on. Gotcha. Well, and hey, speaking, going back to the email thing mm -hmm. on the website, if anybody has a suggestion of like, hey, these bozos have not read this or why haven't they read this, send us an email. And guess what? I'll probably just take it and run with it. If you if you send me an email and you suggest something, unless it's something weird that's like I, I don't know why. I mean, if it's something DC or Marvel or Image or send it, send a suggestion. But yeah, I'm just gonna throw that out there too here at the end. Uh, but once hey, Charles, again, thanks. For, what, hold oh, on, go ahead. hold on. Based on what you said there about sending an email with a suggestion, once again, I would like to apologize for y'all finding out what. Never mind. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I know. No, I, I got gotcha. you. <laughs> Yes, thank you very much for listening. It's It's been fun getting back to doing this. Hopefully we will be on a more regular schedule than we were last year that we kept missing yeah. dates. Hey, we, and if we, we don't, got, we do. 
We got 15 episodes in, and you, you know, you're already confusing the crap out of me because we started out this season with a special episode that doesn't count as an episode, but it does in season three. This is season three, episode one, but we've already recorded a podcast before this. So just so you know, you're making, uh, the, the, it's throwing off my numbering on uh, my notes because I keep notes from every episode. So there's that. But no, thank you, Charles, for doing the podcast with me and the heavy lifting of the editing and the producing and all that. And thank you, everybody, for listening. Appreciate it. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye.